This is the Youpreneur FM podcast, where each week we bring you the strategies and resources you need to build, market, and monetize a profitable, future-proof business around your knowledge and expertise. And now, here's your host, international business mentor and best-selling author, Chris Ducker. Ah, yes, hello there, and welcome back, everybody. I hope you're doing very, very well indeed. This is episode number 383 of Youpreneur FM, and it is great to be with you. So, start of a new month. Well, actually, what? That was a week or so ago, but here we are, the beginning of May, and uh, I don't know about you, with, with everything that's been going on over the last couple of months or so, the more that the sort of the time continues on here, the more and more proactive I become and the more and more positive I get actually about the future. Because if there's one thing that I do know is that crises do not last forever. I mean, if you look back through history, right, this isn't just one man's opinion here. Like this is, you can you can check this out, right? Google it. Financial crisis, 2007 through to 2008, sparked the Great Recession. Without a doubt, the most brutal financial crisis that we've had to deal with since the Great Depression, which was what, a decade long, late 20s through to late 30s. I actually launched my first brick and mortar business at the beginning of 2008, still running to this day. In fact, last year, we had the best year ever in our 12-year history. I also launched a second business just two years after that in 2010, which was Virtual Staff Finder, which is still kicking ass and taking names. And many were still recovering when we launched that as well. Historically speaking, we, us entrepreneurs, we have played a major role in the recovery of economic crisis, right? And don't expect politicians to do it. I don't expect countries per se to do it either. We will do it. And the beautiful thing, and the one thing that I've seen more than anything else inside of the Youpreneur community all over the internet over the last couple of months is that we will do it together. And I don't know about you, but that fires me up. It really, truly does. Now, there's a couple of things I want to go over real quick before we get into um, this week's content. First and foremost, the Youpreneur Summit, which is our annual conference, which takes place in London, England, every single November. We've had a lot of people reaching out to us because historically speaking, we usually go on sale with the tickets for this thing, probably around about the beginning to the middle of April. Here we are a month after that, and we still haven't gone on sale with those tickets. The clear reasoning behind that, just to be very transparent, is we still haven't made up our mind as to whether or not we will actually be holding the event in person in London this year ourselves. Look, the fact is there's a lot of uncertainty still. And I've been talking to a lot of people in the industry, both event, both mastermind, both just sort of just online business in general. And a lot of people, although they can't wait for a certain amount of normality to come back to uh, our society so we can start kind of freely moving around a little bit more, many, many people are saying that they will be a little skittish when it comes to getting on aeroplanes and things like that. And when we look back historically at the attendee list for the Youpreneur Summit, half of the people that attend are doing so from outside of the UK. Bottom line, we don't know 
whether or not we are going to be holding the event in London ourselves or not this year yet. However, we do have a very solid deadline for a number of different reasons to figure this thing out by the end of this month, by the end of May. So you can head over to Upana Summit to get yourselves on the wait list to really sort of be kept up to date. We'll be letting everybody know on the wait list first and foremost before anywhere else. But I will say here and now that if we do not do it in person, we will do it virtually in some way, shape or form. So that I can assure you, we just don't know. We haven't come to a final decision as to whether or not it'll take place in person or not yet. So that's the first thing. The second thing is that we've had a lot of questions over the last couple of weeks in regards to the Upana Incubator, which is our mastermind group. Now, for the for the space of 2020, it was supposed to be in person with in-person live events, one day events taking place in London every quarter. Again, these you know these times are very uncertain again being proactive being positive about everything it's a very big likelihood that the Upana incubator will go virtual a lot earlier than we anticipated it going we actually anticipated it going virtual in January of 2021 but it looks like we're going to be pulling that way forward by about 6 months or so so again if you're interested hop over to upano.com Get in our mailing list, or just our normal standard mailing list over there. You might get a few freebies thrown in, and we'll keep you up to date because there's been many people around the world that wanted to be part of the incubator, but couldn't be because they couldn't get into London four times a year. Now, you won't have to. Okay, so with that housekeeping out of the way, let's get stuck into this week's content. Now, actually, a little bit different as well. What I've decided to do is pull the audio from one of our fantastic Upener Academy workshops uh, and highlight that workshop in its entirety. So this is a real masterclass here, directly from within the workshop series inside of the membership itself, so you guys can learn all about how to do the pandemic pivot with LinkedIn. I've invited LinkedIn expert Vivica Van Rosen to come on in and to genuinely blow your minds when it comes to lots and lots of different ways so that you can ultimately create new lead generation opportunities as well as utilizing LinkedIn as a platform to be able to just build your personal brand, your reach, and to spread your message further than you possibly probably have been using the platform for up until this point. I don't know about you. I have a bit of a love-hate relationship with LinkedIn. On one hand, you know, it's social media, baby. You've got to use these platforms, right? But on the other hand, it's just one more thing to look after. However, with some really good delegation tactics and a fantastic team in place, we've now started to utilize the tips that Vivica threw down in this workshop, which was published just a couple of weeks ago uh, inside of the Academy. And we've already started to see the benefits of doing so. So unedited, uncut in every way, shape or form, here is Vivica Van Rosen and doing that pandemic pivot with LinkedIn. Youpreneur FM, helping you build the business of you. Hi, thank you so much for joining Youpreneur, the 321, doing the pandemic pivot with LinkedIn. My name's Vivica Von Rosen. I'm the Chief Visibility Officer and co founder of Vengresso, but more about that later. 
So let's get real. <laughs> In an hour, I'm going to teach you a lot, but I cannot teach you everything I know today. But what I'll be covering will give you what you need to shift your mindset, take action, and see some results on LinkedIn. So you're in the right place if you find that your usual way of getting new leads is getting tougher and tougher and you're exploring new online and lead generation techniques. You know you want to generate leads and you think LinkedIn might be the place to start, but you just don't know how. And you want to learn how to use LinkedIn more effectively and let's face it, more efficiently too. So before we get started, let me just ask you, you know, do you feel like you're an amazing entrepreneur, but it's just getting harder and harder to connect with your perfect prospects online? Or do you want to get steady lead flow on LinkedIn? You're just not sure how to go about it the right way. Or maybe you think LinkedIn isn't worth your time because it's full of spammy, spammy spammers. All of those can be true, but we're going to show you the right way that you need to use LinkedIn so that you can do more business, so that you don't feel stuck in the same old cycles, especially with what's happening. And we'll show you how to use LinkedIn and the strategies to really utilize it powerfully and lift your business into the next level even during this crazy pandemic and working at home. So like I said, I'm Vivica Von Rosen. I've been teaching and training on LinkedIn for over 15 years, actually. Um, I have a bunch of awards. I've written a couple books. I get to speak at a lot of conferences. But that's not to brag. It's just to let you know that I do actually know what I'm talking about when it comes to LinkedIn. Um, I've been fortunate a lot and to work with over 100,000 individuals. And so, you know, we've learned what people are like and we've learned the right strategies to help people win at LinkedIn. So what we discovered, of course, is there's three types of people. There's dabblers. Folks are like, yeah, I'm going to play with LinkedIn. Okay, Facebook's more interesting, but oh, but look, there's Instagram. And, you know, maybe this, I should check out this YouTube and, uh, oh, oh, what's this TikTok thing, right? So they just kind of dabble in social media um, and in LinkedIn and are wondering why they're not getting the results they want. And then there's the spammers that I mentioned. You know these people, Right. Raise your hand if you have ever uh, sent out or worse yet, received an invitation on LinkedIn, accepted the invitation, and then the next thing you know, you're getting like a spammy sales pitch newsletter or email via LinkedIn, um, and you've been you know put on without your permission, like 110 different newsletter lists. So there are definitely people misusing LinkedIn, and I want to share techniques with you that will keep you from doing that i.e. no automation tools, um, please. And just think of LinkedIn like you would any networking event. You're not going to go in there, shove your business card in someone's face and say, hey, you should totally buy my stuff. Um, you're going to get to know them first. So I'm going to show you some ways to do that as well. And hopefully by the end of this training, make you a modern seller. Now, our company, Vangresso, um, has a six-phase, nine-module course, and I'm what I've done is I've actually pulled the best pieces out of that course to share with you today. So when we talk about LinkedIn, first of all, you need the right mindset. 
Um, you're on this call, you know, you're part of Upreneur University. So I think you already have the right digital selling mindset. You know, online and digital is where you need to be. So yay, you've already got that one covered. The second thing is your brand. Before you do anything else on LinkedIn, you want to make sure that your brand looks good. And so I'm going to cover three things that you can do today to make sure that your brand is up to snuff, that when people, you know, Google you and they find your link on LinkedIn and they click through that it's actually winning you business and not costing you business. The other thing we teach is you need to find and engage with your prospects before you actually try and sell them. And so I'm going to show you some great engagement techniques today, as well as our number one, absolutely best way to connect with prospects online. Um, you know, you're already probably creating and sharing content. So I'm not really going to talk about how to feed people. And then the cadence is something that you've got to develop yourself. But this is what our program normally looks like. But like I said, I am going to pull out some of the best strategies from our training to get you started. And that is the three, two, one. So here we go. Three steps to just bleh, three steps to strengthening your brand, easy for me to say. Two content tips to increase visibility and engagement, and one strategy for creating better connections. So let's take a look at those three steps that you need in order to build your brand on LinkedIn, especially during what's going on right now. Now, the first thing is you're going to want to create a new banner or background image. So probably most of you already have one, but I would recommend that during the pandemic, you address your audience, let them know how you can help them during these times. If you have an online product, service, or business now more than ever, you are really, um, you can really be of service to your audience because, hey, we're online right now. If you have a storefront or a product or service that usually is a person-to-person -person product or service, find a way if possible to get that online to have a virtual element to it and then let people know that that's available. So that's what I've done with my background image. And quite frankly, everyone on our team has some version of this. Your buyers are still out there and they need you. You'll notice we've got our logo on the top left-hand side. We've got a hashtag that we often use and a link to one of our programs. Now, if you're uh, if you're, if you're graphically, um, adept, just go to vengressobanner.com. There's, it's just a slideshare presentation. You can just download it and it'll give you the template, um, for the most recent background images, both for personal profiles and company pages. So vengressobanner.com will give you the template. And then if you're like me, um, and you're really graphically impaired, uh, you can create a good graphic to save your life. There's always um, third parties out there that can help you. Maybe other marketers in the Upreneur University, uh, Fiverr.com. So there's options out there for you if you need someone to help you create your background image. So vengressobanner.com and make sure that your banner addresses what you do and how you can help people today. And hey, while you're at it, create another banner or background image for once this passes and we go back to business as usual 
Yeah, if we ever do. Okay, the second thing that you're going to want to do is redo your headline. Now, a lot of people just have title at company. This is that little section underneath your name that, again, most people are just like, oh, you know, whatever at company. Now, if I did that, CVO at Vangresso, first of all, you'd be like, what's a CVO? Like Chief Vitality Officer, Chief... Vivica officer, like, I don't know, what is this V that you speak of? And what is a Vangresso anyway? Is it soup? Is it a race car? So if I just said CVO at Vangresso, it would mean nothing to you probably. But instead, I've used our formula, which is how do you help or who do you help and how do you help them? So we help sales professionals create more qualified and quality conversations. And then here's what I've added for the times, right? When, hashtag working from home. And then who am I? I'm a LinkedIn expert, author, speaker, Forbes top 20, most influential, personal branding expert, uh, LinkedIn uh, learning author, and yes, CVO of Ingresso. Now, normally, if you use your computer, you only have 120 characters to do this in. But if you use your iPhone, and hopefully you have an iPhone, um, if you use the iPhone and use the app, you actually get up to 260 characters. So that's how I've got so many characters in my headline. Best way to do that is just write your headline in notes or even in an email to yourself and then open up the email on your phone, copy and paste into the headline section of your cell phone. I I have heard this doesn't work for Android phones. I don't know if that's true or not, but I know it works for iPhones. Um, So if you have an Android, try out this little like hack and let me know if it works or not. And for those of you who um, just want to do it on the browser, just remember it's only 120 characters, which is about half of what you see here. Now, the other thing that you want to do is make your profile more of a resource than a resume. And a lot of folks just kind of uploaded their resume when they joined LinkedIn in 2007 or 2010 or 2019 or 2020, two weeks ago. Um, But really, you want your LinkedIn profile to be more of a a resource, um, almost a sales page, not a gross sales page, but almost a sales page that is focused primarily on your buyer or on your buyer persona. So the cool thing is LinkedIn has this new feature called Featured. You know you have it if you go to your profile and under the About section, you see this Featured feature. Or um, there's, uh, again, kind of above the fold, there's a little blue button that'll say Add Profile Section. If you click on that, you'll see where it says Featured. So Hopefully, most of you, if not all of you, have that. If you don't have it yet, you'll get it soon. Now, the really cool thing about Featured is it allows you to add media to your profile and it's sticky. It's not going to go away like a post that you just share as an update. So you can um, add media or links to blog blog posts or podcasts. Um, You can upload a small PowerPoint presentation, a very short video, certainly documents, PDFs, images. So you've been able to do that um, before it just showed up as media underneath your about or your summary section. But now it's this featured section. In addition to that, you can now add articles 
or posts that you created on LinkedIn. So if you've got a post, especially if it's pertinent to say COVID-19, working from home, staying safe online, you know, whatever it is, you can actually kind of pin that post to this featured section just by clicking on the plus sign, it'll pull up all your posts and then you literally just click add to featured. And then you can go in and where this little pen is, you can move your posts around, which is really cool because you can't do that in experience and you can't do that in old uh, summary sections. So take a look at the content that you've been sharing on LinkedIn posts, you know, publisher articles, um, as well as links and media that you might've already uploaded. Click on the little pen, move them around so that the first two are the you know, the ones that are going to seen are the most important ones. If you add more than two, if you add three to seven, it becomes a carousel. And if you even add more than seven pieces of content, a little um, click here to see more button will show up so people can can see more content. But I recommend between two and seven pieces of content for this featured section. So definitely go check it out. Make sure that you've got it, not right this second, but as soon as the presentation is over. All right. So that is the three things that you can do right now on your LinkedIn profile that will make a big difference in making your profile more attractive. Let's take a look at two ways to create engaging content that gets amplified on LinkedIn. Now, most of you hopefully, are using some kind of, you know, social sharing, social posting tool, something like Agora Pulse, Hootsuite, Calendar Cal. I mean, there's a bunch, Sprout, there's a bunch of really good ones out there. And you definitely want to fill your sharing tool with content. So at least something's going out every day on LinkedIn. But if you've got a piece of content that you want to get more eyes on, more engagement on, you should definitely upload it natively. That um, LinkedIn is just going to go, oh, okay, cool. You're you're taking the time. You're on the platform right now. You're, you're uploading this content. We're going to give it a little bit more visibility in the algorithm. So anything that you want to share and you want more visibility on it, um, if you upload it natively, you'll get more visibility. So that's number one. Once you have that piece of content you want to take some time to use what I call the anatomy of a great post. So the first thing that you're going to want to do is address your targeted audience. So some people go like, well, I can help anyone with a face. I can help anyone with a computer. But on LinkedIn, when it comes to not only your profile and writing your profile for your audience, but even in the content you share, the more specific you can get the more likely the right buyer, the right prospect is to land upon your post and actually stay and read it. If it was like, hey, everyone on LinkedIn, I've got a great LinkedIn tip tip for you. And eh, so does everyone else, you know, scroll, <laughs> swipe left. But if you are, um, if I'm addressing like specifically in this case, social sellers and social marketers, or, you know, social selling lawyers or social selling uh, doctors, um, then I have a better chance of people actually sticking and reading through the post. So the first thing you want to do is address your targeted audience. I've used hashtags here. You don't have to. Um, if it if it's kind of a natural fit, if that hashtag is used a lot, like hashtag social sellers, go ahead and use it. It might get your profile a little bit more visibility. 
But if you're working with a, a more unique or, or um, smaller group of individuals and, you know, it doesn't make sense to use a hashtag, you don't have to when you're addressing your targeted audience. The second thing that you're going to want to do is address or and describe the asset. So especially if it's a video, I know all the numbers and how everyone watches more video, but I'm a reader. I'm actually a scanner. I would rather you know, read a blog post and scan through it in 30 seconds, then have to listen to a three minute video. So always describe the assets so they know that they want to click through to that blog blog post or, you know, listen to that native video or click over to YouTube to watch the video. Um, so always describe it. You might even put a time frame in there, something like, hey, do you have three minutes? Great. Check out this video where I cover blah, 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 blah. So you can see where I've covered the video and what I cover in it in the actual description section. You um, you probably want to use some emojis for visual interest. Know your audience, right? No poop emojis or rainbow emojis if it's a very traditional audience. Um, you know, when I am writing content for my more traditional learners, not my marketers, I will, um, I'll just use like number emojis and, and, you know, maybe a star emoji or two, but I don't go crazy with all the like dancing emojis and things like that. I will use that on, on a post to marketers, but <laughs> to my, you know, more, more traditional social sellers, I'll, I'll uh, be a little bit more traditional with my use of emojis. You're going to want to tag relevant contacts or companies in the post. So if you're talking about a new product that you're using and the company is on LinkedIn, by all means, tag them. They'll be notified of it. And it also helps to build kind of alignment between you and that company. So when I do a video or when I did the video promoting this youpreneur um webinar or training, um, you know, obviously I would tag Chris in that. I would tag Upreneur company page in that and anyone else that I think, um, not going crazy, but a couple people that I think might be interested in it. So tag relevant contacts and or companies because they'll be notified of it and it helps build alignment when with that person or that brand. And then I mentioned hashtags earlier when uh, addressing your targeted audience. You want to use three to four popular hashtags because there is a chance that LinkedIn will put it into the hashtag community and that you'll get even more visibility for that, uh, for your post, um, you know, above and beyond your own personal network. And you want to use one unique hashtag. We use hashtag Vangresso vids so that you can easily find your post in the future because, you know, posts just kind of are spaghetti on the wall. And, and if you don't save it in some way, I actually have a, a Chrome folder and I save my better um, posts into that so I can reuse them or reshare them. Um, but if you don't do that, and if you're not using a unique hashtag, it'll be really easy or really hard rather to find that post in the future if if it's a little older and people aren't engaging on it anymore. And then finally, add a CTA. You know, the CTA could be as simple as make sure to watch this video to learn how. Um, you could add, uh, you know, let me know what you think in comments below or try out this strategy and let me know your results in comments below. Most of your content should be helpful, useful, and non-salesy, although you can, of course, put a link to your website or a link to your product or service in there, but don't make the, the post 
a sales pitch, basically, you know, 80-20 rule, 80% helpful, useful content, 20% of the time, maybe you can add a sales pitch in there if you want to. So that's the first in the three, in the, the two of the three, two, one, um, create more thoughtful posts and upload them natively, you know, three or four times a week, even once or twice a week, uh, is fine. And then use a scheduler for the rest of your posts. Now, the other thing that you can do to create more visibility on LinkedIn is amplify with a sharing pod. And a sharing pod is kind of similar on LinkedIn to what you would do on Facebook, like with a group, a messaging group on on Facebook. So you go into messaging on LinkedIn. I'm either mobile or desktop, both work. On mobile, you'll see um, like two people in a plus sign. So that's how you create a group message on mobile. On the desktop, just start typing in people's names and then another person's name and then another person's name. And when you do that, you then can name the group so that you can more easily find it. Now, as with all groups that you add people to, whether it's on Facebook or LinkedIn, (laughs) please get their permission first. Also on LinkedIn, you need to be first level connections in order to add them to this sharing pod. And that's what I call them, sharing pods. So LinkedIn sharing pods, client sharing pod, um, you know, prospect sharing pod, uh, influencer sharing pod, colleagues sharing pod. So um, whatever you want to name it and the how it works is you will invite people into the pod, name the pod, and then you'll just share a link. Uh, uh, you know, of of content that you put on LinkedIn. And the reason for this is with LinkedIn's algorithm, the quicker that people like, comment on and share your content, the higher up it goes in LinkedIn's algorithm and you're more likely to get um, expanded visibility. So when I don't use my sharing pods to share my content, I might get, you know, five, six, seven hundred views on some content. But as soon as I put it in a sharing pod and other influencers or colleagues or clients or prospects share that content, it goes up into the multiple thousands. So this is a really great thing to do. Like I said, you could do it with clients. So you can all promote each other's work as long as, you know, they're not competitors, in which case just create a couple non-compete pods. Um, Certainly colleagues, people that you work with, uh, influencers in your industry that you are connected to, you can invite invite in. And it's a win-win situation. The cool thing is people get content to share. Hopefully it's good content. And you get that amplification. And again, there's the alignment between you and your colleagues or you and your influencers or you and your clients, et cetera. So definitely create sharing pods, ask permission of your connections, invite them in to be a part of this and start sharing each other's content. All right. So those are the two tips for creating and amplifying your content on LinkedIn Finally, once you've done that, once you've got great content, once you're sharing it with people and engaging on some prospects content, now you can go in and start inviting people to connect. And by far, the very best way of creating connections on LinkedIn is through referrals or introductions. Here's the thing. 
like Nielsen rating, right? 92% of buyers are more likely to purchase if referred by a friend or a colleague. Um, also Nielsen, you know, buyers are four times more likely to buy something that's been referred by a friend or a colleague. So the cool thing about LinkedIn is when you find a prospect, you can see who you have in common with that person. And whether it's one person or 20 people, you can ask them to introduce you. Now, there used to be an introduction feature. They got rid of it, which is actually good because it made no sense at all. So you're going to go old school with this. Now, we call this the two-step referral method because there's there's actually more than two steps, but there's two main things that you're going to do. Now, the first one is once you find your prospect and see who you have in common, you're going to ask up to five of those individuals, more if needed, but ask up to five of those individuals individually through a personal email or a private message on LinkedIn individually, hey, are you willing to introduce me to Joe Smith? Um, and you know, of the five that you ask three say, yeah, sure. No problem. So you're going to pick your best. Yes. So if Jane said yes, and Albert said yes, and Mark said yes, you're going to go, okay, I don't really know Mark. Albert's a nice guy, but I don't, you know, he's not really, I don't know if he's going to do actually do this. Jane, Jane is awesome. She'll totally do this for me. And so I'm going to pick my best. Yes. Because if Jane said no, then I would have to go with Albert or Mark, right? (laughs) So I'm going to go with Jane and then I'll let her know, hey, Jane, thanks so much for agreeing to introduce me to Joe Smith. Um, I'm going to write the script for you and then all you have to do is forward it and then make sure to CC me on it as well. And the reason you write it for them is to make it easier and to make sure that they actually say what you want them to say about you. And the reason you ask them to CC you on it is so A, that you know they've done it. And B, even if the other person doesn't like go, yeah, I'd love to meet Vivica or book time on my schedule, I can still engage and communicate with them. At the very least, I can invite them to connect. So an introduction is not an automatic connection on LinkedIn, but it is a way of starting a conversation. And from the conversation, I can take them at least to a connection on LinkedIn and hopefully book an appointment with them. So my my invitation might read something like this, like, hey, Joe, because that's the person that I want to get introduced to, right? And I'm writing as if I were Jane. Hey, Joe, I wanted to introduce you to Vivica Von Rosen, Chief Visibility Officer of Vengresso. I've worked with Vivica and Vengresso to help our digital sales transformation for our sales team. And our sales team saw a 300% increase in profile visibility and an average of 150% increase in their pipelines after working through their sales training program. Now, I know you're probably looking to continue and grow your pipeline during these tough times, so I wanted to introduce you to Vivica personally. I've CC'd her here to make life easier. She also gave me her calendar if you want to book some time with her. Of course, if you have a calendar tool like um, HubSpot, Calendly, Appointly, Schedule Once, you know, make sure to get your introducer that link. Thanks so much, Jane. And so Jane would then send that message to Joe Smith for me. Again, the key here is look at everyone you have in common with that individual. It'll say right on their profile and then choose four or five people, if you have that many options, um, from the people who say yes, choose your best yes. Now, if 
you know, if how, what what about poor Albert and Mark who said, yeah, sure, I'll introduce you. And now what? Because you went with Jane, right? So first of all, see if Jane actually does it. Um, and then follow up once Jane has done it and you have made your connection with Joe Smith. <laughs> follow up with Mark and Albert and just say, hey, thank you so much for agreeing to introduce me to Joe Smith. I really appreciate it. You know, weirdest coincidence. Um, my friend Jane actually ended up introducing me. But I appreciate you being willing to step out. And please let me know what I can do for you. Is there any way I can help you? Is there anyone I can introduce you to? So it's kind of a win-win situation where, you know, you're starting to have a conversation again with Mark and Albert, where maybe you haven't talked to them in a while. And... Um, you know, building some positive sentiment and maybe there is someone that you can introduce uh, for them. So this is our two-step referral method. Um, one of our clients, even better than us, right, has a 100% success rate. He does this all the time and he has a 100% success rate, not only in getting referred, but also in booking appointments. This is the number one income generating uh, strategy that he uses on LinkedIn. That's Mike. So um, two-step referral method, really, really, really powerful. Give it a try and let me know what you think. Here's the thing. LinkedIn is not going away, right? There's 650 million users and 70% of sales professionals say they're on LinkedIn for doing on LinkedIn for doing business more than any other social platform. It is not going away. Don't forget, Microsoft spent 26.2 billion dollars buying LinkedIn because they wanted an online presence to compete with Google and Facebook. So they also wanted access to all the members. So $26.2 billion. And they're hoping to grow LinkedIn to over 3 billion users. So LinkedIn is just getting started. It is not going away. Um, hopefully, I've convinced you of that, right? Done your mindset, set your mind. The fact that LinkedIn is an extremely powerful tool. The the three, four, five, six... <laughs> I can count. The six strategies I've given you are, I think, some of the very best from the program that we have. Um, so for sure, try out those strategies and let me know what you think. And also, like, let's connect on LinkedIn. If you uh, go to linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash LinkedIn expert, please reach out to me and just you know, let me know that you are actually in uh, Upreneur University and the training today. Always customize your invitation to connect. Another ninja trick. Whether it's on uh, mobile and you don't, you know, you just the connect button sends the automatic invitation. Um, or if you're on my LinkedIn, I've got it set up as a follow button instead of an invite button. All you have to do is click on the three little dots. And once you click on the three little dots, then you can customize or personalize an invitation to connect. So always, always, always uh, customize or personalize that invitation to connect. Please feel free to invite me to connect. Just let me know that you are in this training today. And then um, really, if you want to connect with me in another way, uh, here's my, um, I'm at LinkedIn expert on Instagram. Not that I ever use Instagram. Sorry, Sue. Uh, <laughs> you can um, check out our program at sellingwithlinkedin.com. Or if you go to vengresso.com, that's my company. We've got podcasts. We've got actually a podcast for marketers, a podcast for sales professionals. We've got a ton of blog content, um, lots of free resources. If you go to vengresso.com forward slash resources, 
resources, a ton of free resources, case studies, etc. So anything that you really are looking for um, as far as getting better results from LinkedIn or from social selling in general. And of course, I'm old, so you can always just email me with any questions you might have about today. That's Vivica at Vangresso.com. Thank you so much for being on today's training with Youpreneur, of course, Youpreneur Academy. Youpreneur FM, your number one personal brand business podcast. Well, there you have it, your little inside sneak peek if you're not a member of the type of stuff that we have going up inside of the Youpreneur Academy. I want to take this opportunity to say a big thank you to Vivica for putting an incredible masterclass together for our members. If you're not a member and you want to join everybody on the inside, you can head over to youpreneuracademy.com to join up today for just $1 for your first month. That's it. 30 days access, $1. Try it out. Stick around. If you like it, if you don't, we will bid you adieu, adieu, as they say. Uh, We'll we'll cry, obviously. We'll be sad to see you go. But nonetheless, at least you'd have had the opportunity to see what's going on inside. So $1, one month. Head over to youpreneuracademy.com. Go check it out. I'll be back here again next week with another episode of the show. Until then, stay safe more than anything else. Stay healthy, but most importantly, stay positive because we've got you. See you soon. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Youpreneur FM. We'll be back next week. But in the meantime, why not head over to our official website at youpreneur.com to access all our tools and resources essential to building, marketing, and monetizing a future-proof business based around your expertise. We'll see you next time.